بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين يقص الحق وهو خير الفاصلين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما رسالة الشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد First of all, السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I'd like to welcome you all to the first part uh, in the series of Islam's greatest personalities. We've started talking about the lives and the stories and the lessons from the lives of the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam, the prophets of Allah. This is part one of our series and part one of the story of Prophet Adam alayhi salam. And this will be an ongoing series insha'Allah taking place on a Tuesday after Salatul Isha. Today Salatul Isha was at 7. Next week insha'Allah Salatul Isha just on Tuesday will be at 6.30 insha'Allah after which the program will continue. So a warm welcome to everybody and Jazakallahu Khairan for tuning in to benefit from the verses of the Quran and the stories of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Last week we had an introduction and now we're going into the story of Prophet Adam alayhi salam. Now to make this more beneficial for us so that we can remember certain parts that are being discussed and it's not just information. This is an educational program. It's an educational series that we can learn, we can benefit from and we can take something away and benefit our lives. And uh, I, I think because we're all into food and food is something that brings us together. It's something that everybody enjoys. I, I'm going to try and present to you in small snippets. So we'll have a starter inshallah on today's menu. So there'll be a starter. Then we'll have the main course. In the main course, we're going to have three items today. And then we're going to finish off with some dessert. And there's going to be something to take away as well at the end, inshallah. So we'll break it down into this manner so that we can try and retain the information and the education that we are getting so that next week, inshallah, we can remember what we discussed. And it's not just going in one ear and coming out of the other. So let's start with the starters, inshallah. The starters, the appetizers. When talking about Prophet Adam alayhi salam, the first thing we learn from the Quran is Adam alayhi salam was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without a doubt. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions two things in particular in the Quran. One is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam with his hands. And the second is Adam alayhi salam his soul was blown into Adam alayhi salam. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blew his, the soul of Adam alayhi salam into him. Now, these are two references that are made in the Quran. Let us take a look at the verses of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the angels and said to them, I am going to create a human being out of clay. When I have proportioned and completed the creation of this human being, and I have blown his soul into him, as a result, I want you to fall into prostration to this human being. All of the, the angels prostrated, illa Iblis, besides Iblis, istakbara wa kana min al-kafirin. The story goes on and those parts we will discuss at a later stage. So here we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes reference to creating Adam alayhi salam with his hand. And here when he says hand, meaning 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam with his qudra, with his power, with his will, with his intention. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using this to explain to us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam himself. There was no big bang. There was no evolution. He didn't just come into existence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who created Adam alayhi salam from nothing. There was nothing. There was no human. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him. And when he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that I blew into him uh, from my soul, meaning this is tashrif. This is an honor. This is a dignified manner in referring to this human being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to him as his. Like we refer to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Makkah and we say Baytullah. We say the house of Allah. That doesn't mean that Allah comes and lives in there. Na'udhu billahi min dhalik. Similarly, when we say uh, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to the Prophet Isa alayhi salam as his ruh, as his ruh. And then the Christians have gone on to say the, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God went into the Son. And this is how they have the divine, the Trinity. We believe in one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Same thing is taken here. Over here, because this life which was given to Adam alayhi salam was given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is basically saying, this is a God-given life to you. This life that has been given to you is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not your own. So it is like this, Allah is making reference to himself because he is the sole giver. He is the one who was provided this life. Thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to Adam alayhi salam's creation in this manner. Also, we have the hadith of Shafa'ah. The hadith of Shafa'ah is a long hadith where people on the day of resurrection, when they will be going through a very difficult time, the sun will be just above the head and people will be sweating. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrates the hadith. We were with the Prophet It was the occasion of Walima. Somebody's Walima, it was a wedding feast. And then the shoulder meat was presented to the Prophet And again, food topic here again. So uh, the best uh, part of the animal and the Prophet wasn't one of those who ate meat a lot. But whenever it was presented to him, the most his favorite part of the animal was the shoulder and one of the reasons why the ulama mentioned the shoulder was most beloved to him it cooks more easier than the leg for example and it's furthest away from anjas and impurities of the animal there are other benefits and reasons as well Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu says that from all of the parts of the animal and all of the different types of meat, the shoulder meat was the most beloved to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in those days, you know, they would take the, a, a big piece and he bit from there. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took a bite from the meat and then he went on to say the hadith of Shafa'ah Ana Sayyidul Qawm Yawm Al-Qiyamati Hal Tadruna Mimma Dhalik I am the leader of all of the nations, of all of the creation and all of the human beings on the day of Qiyamah. And do you know why this is going to be? In which manner I am going to you know, appear as, as the leader of all of the nations and all of the creation of Allah. The first and the last of all people will be gathered on Yawmul Qiyamah. In one plane. So the hadith is long. I'm not going to go into all the specifics. So the day of Qiyamah is going to be a day where everybody will be in this mode of panic and everybody will be frightened and people will not know what to do. 
and once they will consult with each other and ask you what shall we do what's the solution to this the turmoil of yawmul qiyamah and someone will say to them that fayatuna who they will they will say why don't we go to our father adam alayhi salam fayatuna who fayaqulun so the people on mahshar on yawmul qiyamah they will come to prophet adam alayhi salam and they will say ya adam anta abul bashar you were the father of creation. Allah created you with his hand. And he blew into you from his soul. So again, the two references that we referred to earlier, uh, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of Adam alayhi salam, how he created him with his hand, meaning with his qudra. He was the only one who created him. And he blew into him from his soul, meaning the nafs, that the life that you have in you is God-given. Allah gave it to you. Allah provided it to you. Allah is the one who gave it. Thus we link it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like we link Baytullah, the house of Allah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Quran, in Surah wa Shamsi wa Duhaha, we find the mention of the people of Thamud. And Salih alayhi salam was sent to them. And the miracle of the pregnant she-camel that came out from the mountain after they requested a miracle. And the wretched individuals went and they harmed and they killed this camel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to this camel as Naqatullah, the camel of Allah. The camel of Allah. Allah is the one who made the camel come out of the mountain. Thus, it was referred to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, over here as well. And then Adam alayhi salam will respond to this. These people will say that you are the one that the Allah ordered the angels to bow down before you. You are made to live in paradise. Won't you intercede on our behalf, O Adam, on behalf of the Ummah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Don't you see what state we're in? Look at the turmoil we're in on Yawmul Qiyamah. Please, why don't you go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Tell him to start the reckoning. Adam alayhi salam on Yawmul Qiyamah, he will respond to the masses and he will say, Inna Rabbi ghadiba ghadban. Lam qablahu mithlahu. Today, my Allah is so angry. He's never been this angry ever before. mithlahu. And after today, he's not going to be this angry ever again. And then he will say, Wanahani ani shajara fa'asaituhu. Nafsi, nafsi, nafsi. Idhabu ila ghayri. Idhabu ila nuh. That today I am worried about myself. Allah told me not to eat from a particular tree. And I ended up eating from that tree. Therefore, I'm worried about me today. Go to somebody else. Go to Nuh alayhi salam. The purpose of mentioning this hadith, this part of hadith al-shafa'ah was that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he refers to Adam alayhi salam's creation by mentioning that Allah is the one who created him. No one else, nothing else. Number one. And the fact that Allah says that about the soul that was given to Adam salam as the ruh of Allah, meaning Allah is the one who placed this ruh inside you. You belong to Allah. Allah is your creator. Allah is your owner. And he is the only one who gives you life. This life is a God-given life. So these were, this was our starter for today. Bear this in mind, inshallah. At the end, I will ask you, what were today's starters? Let's come on to our main course. And in our main course, there's going to be three items which will be served. And the first thing is we're going to look at what was Adam alayhi salam created from. So we're speaking about from right from the beginning, from the creation of Adam alayhi salam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he is the one who created Adam alayhi salam with his qudra, with his power. What was Adam alayhi salam created from? Quran tells us various things. The first thing we hear is khalaqahu min turab, soil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala discusses in the Quran that Adam alayhi salam was created from soil. And he was created from the soil, but not just the soil of one place. The soil of various places of the earth was taken together. And Adam alayhi salam 
was created from this. In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna mathala Isa inda Allahi kamathali Adam. Khalaqahu min turab. Here, khalaqahu min turab. Thumma qala lahu kun fayakun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives an example. And he says the example of Isa alayhi salam is similar to Adam alayhi salam. Adam alayhi salam was created from soil. And then Allah said, be, and he became. And many ulama say that Allah doesn't even need to say kun. This is for me and you to understand and for us to be to, to, to explain to us that it, he only has to say kun. Whereas in reality, he doesn't even need to say kun. He just wants it to happen. He intends and it exists. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, why is it that you are finding it a problem to understand that Isa salam was created only from a mother? That his birth was through his mother and there was no father in the picture. Why are you finding this difficult to understand and comprehend? Why don't you reflect back to Adam salam? And Allah says, Inna mathala Isa Adam. And we're now in the month of December, so this is quite relevant. So you're struggling to try and comprehend how can somebody come into this world without a father? As Muslims and Islam believes and teaches us that uh, Prophet Isa salam and Jesus did not have a father. And this is why he's always referred to Jesus, the son of Mary, Isa, the son of Maryam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in a very simple way that what about Adam alayhi salam? Don't, who was the father of Adam alayhi salam? Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. Adam alayhi salam was created without a father. Not only was he created without a father, he didn't even have a mother as well. So if you can believe Adam salam was created without a father and without a mother, why do you find it difficult to understand that Isa salam was created through only a mother but without a father? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah created him from soil and then he told him to be and he was. So this is one example. Then we find another verse in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ إِذَا أَنْتُمْ بَشَرٌ تَنْتَشِرُونَ From amongst the many signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that indicate His power. There are many signs in the world that indicate the power and the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of them is that خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ that Allah created you from, from, the, from, from, from soil. And then you became a human being and you spread across the earth. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam explains this further in a hadith uh, which is reported by Imam al-Tirmidhi and Imam Abu Dawood in their sunan. In Allah Azza wa Jalla, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, In Allah Azza wa Jalla, Halaqa Adam min qabdatin qabadaha min jami'il ard. That Adam Alayhi Salam was created by Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala with a handful of soil that was taken from the whole of the earth. Fajaa banu Adam ala qadri al ardi, jaa minhumul abyad, wal ahmar, wal aswad, wa bayna dalik. This is why, because Adam salam and the soil he was created was from was taken from the entire earth or different parts of the earth. This is why we have a variation. This is why we have different types of people. Minhum al you get white people, well Ahmar, red people, well Aswad and black people, dalik and in between, all the colours in between that we have, the different ethnicities and the different skin colours and skin types. This is because Adam salam, when he was created, the soil was taken from various parts of the earth. And then you also have wal khabith, wal tayyib, wal sahl, wal hazan, dalik. That's why you get good people, you get bad people, you get soft people, you get harsh people, and everything else that comes in between. Because the earth, of course, it's different in different areas. You get soft soil, you get hard soil, you get parts that are crusty, you get parts that are hard, you get parts that are softer. So you get all types of people, all temperaments, all colors. This is because Adam salam, when he, he was created, the soil was taken from different parts of the earth. 
Imam Al-Tabari, one of the scholars of tafsir and tarikh of history, has also mentioned a lengthy narration, although it is from the Israeliyat, and we will be discussing regarding the Israeliyat, the narrations that come to us through the Israelites, their sources, and regarding which the Prophet tells us, on one side he told us, Hadithu an Bani Israel wara haraj, that you can narrate from the Bani Israel what they tell you and what you hear from them, no, no problem at all. And on the other side, we've been told to be very cautious, to be wary. And on one side, we've been, the, the, the middle path is the Prophet advised us la wa la that don't believe in it totally and don't deny it totally. There may be some truth and some of it could be fabricated. A lot of it is. And the ulama generally look at the narration and the chain. Imam Al-Tabari uh, uh, has mentioned this and the scholars have said that in its isnad and the chain of narration, there's no particular issue with it. Therefore, I'm sharing it with you. And it supports some of the Quranic verses and it supports some of the narrations. And we'll get a little bit of information here, uh, more detail in terms of the creation of Adam alayhi salam from the, the, the earth and the soil. Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu narrates, Ba'athallahu Jibreel ila al-ardi liya'tihi bitinim minha. Liya'tihahu bitinim minha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Jibreel alayhi salam to the earth so that he could come back with some soil. فَقَالَتِ الْأَرْضِ إِنِّي أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْكَ أَن تَنْقُصَ مِنِّي أَوْ تُشِيِّنَنِي the earth replied to Jibreel by saying that I seek the protection of Allah from you. Um, I don't want you to take anything off me. Don't mm, decrease any of my soil and don't sort of, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to sort of me mess me up. If you're going to take something away from me, uh, there'll be some deficiency in me. So this particular Israeli narration mentions that Jibreel returned and he didn't take any soil from the earth. So he said, Oh Allah, the earth sought your protection, therefore I gave it refuge and I didn't take any soil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then sent Mikail alayhi salam, another angel, uh, to take some soil from the earth. The earth also pleaded to Mikail, no, don't touch me, don't you dare. And Mikail also said, okay, if that's the case, I'm not going to touch you. Mikail alayhi salam goes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, responded in the same way as Jibreel alayhi salam did. Then Allah sent Malakul Maut, the angel of death, that go and get some soil from the earth. And once again, the earth pleaded to the Malakul Maut saying, don't take my soil. You're telling me to not take any soil and you're seeking protection. He's, Malakul Maut said to the earth, I seek the protection of Allah. How dare Allah tell me to go and fulfill a command and I go back to him without fulfilling it. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So the Malakul Maut, the angel of death, took the soil from the earth. And he took it from different, different places, mixed it all up together. He didn't only take it from one place. So red kind of soil and black soil and white soil from all different areas, different types of soil. So then what happens is You've come back and you've bought the soil. That's brilliant. I've asked you to do it. You've done it. But the earth was pleading to you. The earth was pleading to you. Don't take my soil. Didn't you have any mercy on the earth? Didn't you have any kindness, any compassion that you thought, okay, let, I'm going to let it go. You just went ahead. You took it. Brilliant. You've bought it. I told you to. 
just a question didn't you have any compassion any mercy on the earth so the malakul maut replied to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ra'aytu amrak awjab min qawliha i did i did i did hear what the earth had to say but on the other hand i saw that one is your command and the other was the command of the earth and i thought of course the command of my allah is above everything therefore i fulfilled your command uh, that okay based on this you will be the most suitable uh, angel to take the souls of the children of this human that i'm going to create so as a result of which malukul maut was given this task and responsibility of taking the life of humans now what happens is this soil was taken so it was water was mixed with this soil until it became like sticky mud and then it was left for some time until it started giving an order this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to the creation of Adam salam, and sometimes he says that Adam salam, was created from malleable mud becomes malleable when you put water into the soil and you mix it up together on one side you've got soil it's dry you call it turab quran sometimes refers to the creation of adam he was created from soil when water was then mixed into it and it was mixed together it's malleable mud now and then uh, we find allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he told the angels I'm going to create this human being from mud. So once I've created this human being, I want you to fall into sajda and prostration to this human being. Um, the story then goes on. When Adam salam was created, uh, we find that he was left in the form of a human being created from mud for 40 years remember no life has been given to him as of yet so just the form and the body of adam salam has been created out of mud and left there for 40 years so the angels would pass by and they would see this sculpture you can say of adam salam and they would be taken aback because they hadn't seen anything like that ever before and the one who was most wary of adam salam was iblis iblis was the most wary of adam salam sometimes iblis would pass by and then he would he would sometimes he would knock like we have it gives a sound he would knock it onto the body of adam salam and just listen to the echo and he would hear this little echo and the <coughs> quran actually describes this that adam salam was created min sal salin kal fakhar quran tells us Min sal salim kal We're discussing what was Adam Islam created from. So it was it was it was soil, which then water was added to it, became this mud, and then it, it started giving off an odor, and then it was as if it was like clay. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Min sal salim kal Um Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that you know when you, when when the potter has his clay pot and if, if the pot has a clay plot and you you knock onto the pot you hear this echoing sound because it's hollow from inside fakhar is salsal the sound which is coming the echoing sound of when 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 the potter would knock onto his, his clay pot then what happens is iblis was going up and down and through adam alayhi salam because he was hollow 
And Iblis then had this conversation with the Malaika and the angels saying that you people don't worry about this new human that is going to come onto the earth or into existence. Don't be too worried about him. Because remember, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not hollow. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free from all of these things. He is hollow. So he doesn't have much substance. There's no substance in him. So you've got nothing to worry about. And uh, if I am uh, given power over him, I'll destroy him. I am superior to him and I will destroy him. Don't worry about it. O angels, Iblis said, can I ask you a question when he'd be passing by? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides that he's going to give this human being preference over you and he's going to ask you to obey it, obey him and follow him or bow to him or anything like this, are you actually going to go and do it? Will you, will you do it? Because look, at the end of the day, he's hollow. He doesn't have really have much substance. He's not really anything special. And the Malaika responded to Iblis that Rabbana. Whatever our Allah tells us, we're going to do. We're not going to disobey him. And Iblis kept it hidden within himself that if I am ever told to obey or bow or do anything for this new creation, I'm not going to do it. He didn't share that with the Malaika at the time. When the time came when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to blow the soul of Adam salam into him, meaning when Allah wanted to give him life, he said to the angels that when the soul is placed inside Adam salam, I want you to make sajda and bow down to him. When the ruh and the soul of Adam so remember we're starting from right from the beginning. So he's been created from soil, water's been added to it, it's become malleable mud, it starts giving off a stench, it's been left for some time for 40 years, then it's become hollow like the, 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 the potter's clay pot that gives off an echoing sound when you tap onto it. Now the soul has been placed inside Adam alayhi salam. And when the soul has been placed inside Adam alayhi salam, the first thing that happens is the soul starts fluttering around inside the body of Adam alayhi salam like a flying bird or a butterfly until it reaches the head of Adam alayhi salam. And when the soul reaches the head of Adam, Adam alayhi salam, the first thing that happens is Atasa. Adam alayhi salam, he sneezed. And faqalat lahul malaika, the angels immediately say to Adam alayhi salam, Qul alhamdulillah. Adam, you've just sneezed, say alhamdulillah. Like we sometimes say to our children, say alhamdulillah. So the malaika immediately they said to Adam alayhi salam when he sneezed, say alhamdulillah. And Adam alayhi salam said, Alhamdulillah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, Rahimaka Rabbuk, may your Lord, may your Lord have mercy on you. Like we say, Yarhamuk Allah. May Allah have mercy upon you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, May your Lord have mercy upon you. Then the narration goes on when the soul then went further into the eyes of Adam alayhi salam, Nadara ila thimaril jannah. He started, he glanced towards the fruits of Jannah. When the soul of Adam reached his stomach, remember we said we started talking about food. Our father Adam, this is his first experience. The soul has just reached his stomach. He fell hungry. He wanted food. So the narration mentions that Adam salam, the soul has only reached his stomach with his eyes. He saw the fruit of Jannah. His stomach is feeling hungry because the soul has just reached there. Now before the soul reached his feet, Adam salam tried to jump towards the fruits of Jannah and he rushed 
فَذَلِكَ حِينَ يَقُولُ And we find the Qur'an says خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ مِنْ عَجَلُ This insan Allah created out of haste. Very, very hasty. Sometimes we rush. And we are told, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has told us that sometimes, sometimes, ujla and rushing things is from shaitan. And anat is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where we take our time, we do things patiently, we calculate things, we do things in a systematic manner. Adam alayhi salam, the soul has reached his stomach, not his feet yet, and he jumped to get the fruits of Jannah. خُلِقَ insan min ajal. Now, this is in an Israeli narration. However, it is supported by many other different ahadith which have similar things which have been mentioned. Here, it's all been compiled all together in one go. Now, as a result of this, we learn and we know that Adam alayhi salam is the father of all humans, is the father of humanity. Prior to him, there was no gorilla, chimpanzee, monkey. I mean, if you want to believe that your ancestors were apes, that's up to you. But we know here that there is no mention in the Quran that something exploded or people before they, they used to be a different creature and then they evolved into something else. Categorically and very clearly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that Adam alayhi salam was created from soil and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed the ruh and the soul inside him. And this is the beginning of Adam alayhi salam. So that was the first part of our mains. Uh, let's try something else from the menu. So when was Adam alayhi salam created? At what time? Which day? When we look at the hadith, we are told by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam after Asr on a Friday, Yawmul Jumu'ah. Yawmul Jumu'ah, Friday. We have a very strong connection with the day of Friday. Our father Adam alayhi salam was created on a Friday and not at any time of Friday. After Asr. You know, we have Sa'atul Ijaba or Sa'atul Istijaba. The moment of acceptance of any dua is accepted. Very special moments because our origin comes from there. So Adam alayhi salam was created on a Friday after the time of Asr. There are two hadith we're going to look at to understand where this is derived from. The first, both of the hadith are from the Sahih of Imam Muslim. Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He narrates from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, خَيْرُ يَوْمٍ طَلَعَتْ عَلَيْهِ الشَّمْسُ يَوْمُ الْجُمُعَةِ The best day during which the sun rises is the day of Jumu'ah. فِيهِ خُلِقَ آدَمْ That Adam alayhi salam was created on a Friday. وَفِيهِ أُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةِ It was on a Friday he was entered into Jannah. وَفِيهِ أُخْرِجَ مِنْهَا And again it was on a Friday that he was taken out of Jannah. That's the first hadith. The second hadith we find more detail. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, أَخَذَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam biyadi. Subhanallah. He says, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam held my hand. How blessed were those individuals. How blessed, how noble, how exalted, how accepted, how beloved in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were the companions and all of the sahaba of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Quran says, وَكُلًّا وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الْحُسْنَ Every sahabi of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was promised and guaranteed Jannah. Allah was pleased with them and they were pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the Sahabi who narrated so many ahadith, more than 5,000 ahadith, we hear, we hear and we learn from Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam held my hand and he told me, Khalaqallahu azza wa jal at-turbata yawm as-sabti. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the earth on Saturday. On a Saturday, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the earth. وَخَلَقَ فِيهَا الْجِبَالِ يَوْمَ الْأَحَدِ And on, mm, the, on, on, on Sunday, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the mountains. So the earth has been created first. And then on the earth, the earth was moving. It was shaking. 
So to, to, to clump it down, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the mountains. When were the mountains created? Yawmul Ahad on a Sunday. And then the trees then were created on a Monday. And all of the bad and the evil and the undesirable things that we see in the world, those were created on a Tuesday. And nur, light, goodness was created on a Wednesday. And the animals and creatures and other things like that were then spread onto the earth on a Thursday. Then the last creation which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created was Adam alayhi salam. This was after Asr on Jumu'ah and this was in the final moments of Jumu'ah just before the night starts. We know the night starts at the time of Maghrib. So in the last part of Jumu'ah, before Friday and Jumu'ah was ending, this is when Adam alayhi salam was created. There are many things, many lessons we can learn from just this one hadith. Time doesn't allow us, we'll get sidetracked otherwise. Uh, uh, but one thing we can clearly see that there is a notion amongst the Yahud in particular that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for six days, he spent creating the heavens and the earth and on the Sabbath, he took a rest and we know that Allah doesn't need to take a rest and therefore many of them believe that we shouldn't do any work and we shouldn't occupy ourselves with any machinery and nothing should be operated and we shouldn't go out of our homes because our Lord rested so we should also rest and take it easy on a Saturday. Whereas over here it says in the hadith that on a Saturday Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the earth the mountains were then created on a Sunday. The trees were created on a Monday and the evil was created on Tuesday. Noor and goodness was created on a Wednesday. The creatures and the animals and the other insects and beings were sent onto the earth on a Thursday. And on Friday after Asr, just before the day ended, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam. Now, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam before and now we're going back now to what we discussed earlier. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam before blowing the soul of Adam alayhi salam into him, Iblis circulated. Iblis was going around to check him out to see what is this new creation all about. We find this in the hadith. Sayyidina Anas radiyallahu anhu says, Adam, When Allah created Adam alayhi salam, before giving him life, he left him for a period of time. For a period of time, he was just there. Like a showpiece. Like the rest of the creation which was already created. In particular, the malaika, the jinn, they could see, or uh, Iblis in particular. So Iblis in particular was really anxious and he, would, he was checking him out and going round and round. When Iblis realized that this Adam character who's going to be created as the father of humans, a new creation that is about to come into, to, in, in, into existence, when he realized that he's hollow from inside. Iblis realized and he came to this conclusion that right, I've got, I don't really have much to worry about. There's no competition here. Why? When he realized he's hollow from inside, he came to this conclusion. Well, this creation is not going to really have much control. On himself he's gonna be like a person who's a bit crazy out of control doesn't really have control over his desires his wants he's gonna to have to try hard to the angels on the other hand they have full control because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them such 
from nur whereas insan is hollow so to, for him to sort of control what he wants and when he doesn't want to do he'll have to make an effort and he thought okay there's not much to be worried about nevertheless from here the enmity already started the enmity starts and uh, the last part of our main course today is what were the first words of Adam alayhi salam. So he's been created now. He's been left for a period of time. Some narrations mention 40 years the, the, the sculpture of Adam alayhi salam was left. And uh, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed the ruh uh, inside Adam alayhi salam. Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he mentions when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided that now Adam alayhi salam has been left there for some time now I want to place his soul inside him the ruh in entered into him and the soul went into his head and when he reached the head of Adam alayhi salam the first thing he did was he sneezed. The angel said, Adam, Alhamdulillah, say Alhamdulillah. And Adam alayhi salam said, Alhamdulillah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, May your Lord have mercy upon you. So the first words of our father, Prophet Adam alayhi salam, were Alhamdulillah. Very powerful very powerful thus when we wake up in the morning when we are sleeping it's as if we are dead and Quran tells us that when we are sleeping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he puts us to sleep it's as if we are dead sleep is the sister of death when we wake up we read the dua what does it start with Alhamdulillah First words of our father when the soul came inside him when we wake up in the morning our first words Alhamdulillah should be Alhamdulillah Now we have another narration Alhamdulillah this has been narrated by Ibn Hibban. There we have the addition instead of Alhamdulillah, he said Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen as a result of sneezing. Now, sneezing uh, is a whole topic in itself, and this is a blessing, and we say Alhamdulillah. We won't go into this now, we don't have time. Let's move on. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also taught him uh, after this. So, first words. One of the first words were Alhamdulillah. What was the next thing he said? Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught him the importance of greeting and salam. How powerful and important are the words of salam. Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Khalaqallahu adam wa tuluhu sittuna dhira'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam. He was 60 cubits, 60 arm lengths um, uh, tall. Right, Adam Islam, you've been created now. I want you to look. There's a group of angels over there. Go and make salam to them. Go and make salam to them. And not only do I want you to go and make salam to them, when you make salam to them, I want you to listen to their response. Because because when they respond to you, this response and the way they respond to you is going to be your greeting and the greeting of all of your children. Adam then went. He went to these angels and he said to them, Assalamu alaikum. And the angels replied by saying, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. They added wa rahmatullah on to the end. فَكُلُّ مَنْ يَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةَ عَلَىٰ سُورَةِ آدَمْ 
في طوله ستون ذراعا فلم يزل الخلق ينقص حتى الآن. And then the Prophet said that every person that goes into Jannah and Paradise will be like this, 60 cubits tall, like Adam السلام, and from that time onwards, people have started going shorter and shorter and shorter until we come to our time where people, we can see our height. Imagine how tall Adam السلام, was at that time. So here we come and this was the last of our main course for this week. I think before we conclude, we should have a dessert today. You've all been great listening very well. It's our first session as well. So today's dessert, inshallah. Why is Adam السلام, called Adam? What was the reason for giving him this name? And the reason the ulama mentioned, The reason Adam السلام, was called Adam is because he was created from Adim al-Ard. And Adim al-Ard means the crust of the earth. In English, uh, there is a, a name for it as well. I think it's called the lithosphere. The lithosphere of the earth, which is part of the crust of the earth. So it includes the hard part, a little bit of the hard part of the mantle and, and a bit of the core and the crust. There are three elements to the lithosphere. So when the soil was taken for Adam السلام, it was taken from this part. And in Arabic, we refer to this as Adim, Adim al-Ard, the lithosphere of the earth. Thus, from here, we have the name Adam. And not only this, so Adam السلام, is his name and the jinns, the type of creation is insan. We say human. In, our, in English, we say human. In Arabic, we say insan. Why was insan referred to as insan? What is the reason? What is the uh, cause for this? So the ulama mentioned again, this comes from nisyan, to forget, nasiyah. A person that forgets and this again we are called insan because of this forgetfulness which comes from our father interesting incident when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam from the loins of Adam alayhi salam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extracted all of the his children their soul their arwah their ruh the soul of every single human being that is going to come until the final day allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extracted all of these from the loins of adam alayhi salam and presented them all to adam alayhi salam and said oh adam these are going to be your children this is going to be your progeny these are your kids this is your massive huge family that you're going to have and adam alayhi salam was scanning all of these souls you were there, I was there, we were all there. And every single soul that is going to come, our father Adam السلام, was given this opportunity to visually see all of these arwah and these souls. And from amongst all of the souls, there was one particular soul that was extremely radiant, luminous. It was lit up and it was standing out. And Adam السلام, said, Oh Allah, this particular soul, I, I like this one. Who is this going to be? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Adam السلام, that this particular luminous, radiant ruh and soul, which you've just pointed out, this is going to be one of my slaves. His name is going to be Dawood. He's going to be a prophet. Prophet Dawood alayhi salam. And Adam السلام, said, well, how long is he going to live? What's his life? How long is going to be his life? I really like this ruh, this child of mine. I, I, I'm really fond of him. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had already told Adam salam that he had been given 1000 years to live. Adam salam was given 1000 years to live. So he asked, how many years is this Dawood character going to live? Dawood alayhi salam, this soul that you've pointed out, how long is he going to have? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him he's going to live for 60 years. 
Adam Islam said, Oh Allah, you've granted me 1000 years and this beautiful, luminous, radiant soul, which I love has only 60 years. I want to be generous and give away some of my years to this beautiful soul. Oh Allah, I'm giving 40 years of mine to Dawood alayhi salam. Okay, deal's done. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted, right? 40 years of yours given to Dawood alayhi salam. Now, when did that happen? It happened long time ago. It happened right in the beginning. When Adam alayhi salam reached the age of 960, the Malakul Maut and the angel of death came to him. Chalo bhai, jane ka wakt ho gaya. Come on, Adam, it's time to go. You've had, you've expired your time in the world. Adam alayhi salam said to the Malakul Maut, not at all. Allah gave me 1000 years and I've only completed 960. I've still got another 40 years to live. So he was, don't you remember you gave Dawood alayhi salam 40 years? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. He said, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. And Adam alayhi salam kept on arguing, saying, I didn't give, I, I don't recall anything giving anyone. Now, it was a long time ago. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam then tells us, Fanasiya Adam, Adam alayhi salam forgot as a result of which his children also forget as well. And we also forget. So Adam Islam, it's been so long he forgot that he gave those 40 years to Dawood alayhi salam as a result of which we also forget. The ulama say one of the reasons why insan is called insan because of this nisyan which Adam Islam had of forgetfulness. That's where this word insan comes from. Now, that was your dessert. So meal's over now. There's nothing left to eat. You've cleared the whole table. There's absolutely nothing left. But we always have sometimes where we have, we can order a takeaway, can't we? So there's someone at home maybe who, who wasn't able to come with us. So we can take a takeaway. So takeaway for today. What's our takeaway meal going to be? We're going to take something away, inshallah. We're going to take away with us a lesson. What is the lesson? We studied and had this educational study circle regarding the beginning of creation of Adam alayhi salam. What do we take away from here? What is our lesson for today? The lesson for today is the creation of Adam alayhi salam should remind us of the infinite power and qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If there's something we're taking away from today's session is that we are reminded by these stories, by these verses and by these incidents that we've shared that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the infinite power. He is the almighty. All the qudra belongs to him. He created from nothing. He is the one who created from nothing. He changed weakness into power. Something that was static and stationary, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused it to move. Something that was lifeless, Allah gave it life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Has a time not come or passed upon this human being? You weren't even something of mention. No one even knew who you were. And then you came into this world. From here, who brought you into this world? Who created you? Who fashioned you? Who designed you? Who took you through stage after stage after stage from being soil to malleable mud and then to becoming clay and then to being a sculpture and then for the soul and the ruh to be entered into you and then every single stage that came from there from the time of Adam alayhi salam and this system of Allah has continued. Remember Adam, no father no mother Allah created him with his qudra with his power without the help and the, 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 the assistance of anybody there was no sampler example which he looked at there was no uh, blueprint that he had before him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself he fashioned and designed us if there's anything we take away from today's session, it is وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابْ 
that from amongst the many signs in this world that prove to us the infinite power, the might and the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he created you from soil. And to that soil, we are once again going to return. And from that same soil will be resurrected on the day of Qiyamah. Now, just to give a little bit of a hint, uh, by the way, every week we're going to have a new menu. So there's a new menu for next week. I'm just going to give you a little bit of an insight into what could potentially be on that new menu. More about this, inshallah, later on during the week. We will share with what points we'll be talking about next week, inshallah. And from next week, alhamdulillah, from tomorrow actually, the masajid will be open. From tomorrow, Fajr. Fajr is at 6.30 a.m. inshallah. Masjid is going to be open. Please, you are all welcome. Please do come and fill the masajid inshallah. Let us show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how much we missed his house. And we pray to him that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always allow us to visit his house, to benefit from his masjid and to never be deprived from it. So inshallah from tomorrow onwards, all of the salah will be taking place. Next week's session inshallah will be after Salatul Isha only for Tuesday for now. Next Tuesday Salatul Isha will be at 6.30. Normal days Isha will be taking place at 6 o'clock. However, on Tuesdays, Isha Salah will be at 6.30 p.m. And after that, this session will continue. And you're all welcome to come here and join the session. Of course, those who are far and wide and listening from different places, carry on listening and benefiting from the YouTube and wherever else it's being broadcasted. However, those of you who can come and attend, it will be great for us to sit together, inshallah, and discuss this collectively. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Just to give you an insight about next week's menu, inshallah, we are going to speak about and discuss when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the angels and malaika that he's going to create a human being. And out of curiosity, they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when you create this human being, isn't the human being going to create bloodshed and chaos on the earth? And the question arises that how did they know? The reason they knew is because they had seen the jinn and the jinn were created 2000 years before the creation of Adam salam. So they'd been roaming the earth already for 2000 years prior to the creation of Adam salam. and the malaika and the angels thought that the human being probably will be similar to the jinn. Thus they asked this question. It wasn't an objection. It was more of curiosity and asking, will this not happen? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the detail. More on this inshallah in next week's session. To conclude, today we spoke about, we had the, as a starter, what did we discuss? So as the starter, we spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam with his hands, meaning with his qudra, and he blew his soul into him, meaning he is the one who gave him life. And then in our main course, we had three dishes. The first one was, what was Adam salam created from? You should be able to answer this now. What was Adam salam created from? You should answer this now. Second thing is, when was Adam salam created? What time? We said, Yawmul Jumu'ah, after Asr. And what were his first words? We said the first word of Adam salam, number one was Alhamdulillah and number two was Assalamu Alaikum. And for dessert, we discussed why was Adam called Adam? لِأَنَّهُ خُلِقَ مِنْ أَدِيمِ الْأَرْضِ Because he was created from the Adim, meaning the crust of the earth. And as a takeaway, the lesson of today's session was we understand and we are reminded of the infinite power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire us with the Quran. Wa da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. Kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Innaka hamidun majid. Ya dhal jalali wal ikram. Ya dhal jalali wal ikram. Ya dhal jalali wal ikram. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin. Wa ilahukum ilahum wahid la ilaha illa huwa ar-rahman ar-rahim 
اللهم انت الله لا اله الا انت وحدك لا شريك لك وان محمدا عبدك ورسولك رضيت بالله ربا وبالاسلام دينا وبمحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رسولا ونبيا الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله او كايند الله او مرسيفول الله او لافينج الله هاف ميرسي ابون اور كونديشن او الله غرانت اس فورغيفنس فور اور سينز او الله ويف كوميتيد ماني سينز you love to forgive sins of Allah grant us your forgiveness Allah grant us good health Allah keep us all with afia Allah remove the difficulties and the challenges from our lives Allah grant us ease in everything that we do Allah grant us life full of barakah O Allah those who are going through any type of difficulty Allah you remove the difficulty O Allah grant us good health O Allah those of our brothers and sisters in our community and beyond who are suffering any type of illness whether they are at home or in hospital hospitals of Allah grant them all afia o Allah grant them all shifa o Allah grant them all good health o Allah those who are in their final moments o Allah grant them husnul khatima o Allah become pleased with them o Allah those who have left the world o Allah fill their graves with nur o Allah elevate their status on the day of judgment o Allah accept what we have discussed today o Allah grant us the understanding of the Quran o Allah help us to walk in the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam make his day our day o Allah make his night our night o Allah nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked of you many good things we ask of you the same he sought your protection from many evils we seek your protection from the same subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun alal mursalin walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin